This is a test of the Bounty Park Alert System. Hello and welcome to the Latics Football Phone-In. It's Wednesday and we are live. From the stadium in York. The LNER Sports Centre slash Swimming Pool slash Football Stadium slash Bus Terminus. Yeah. It was very much... Retail uh, it Park said away. Retail Park away, but it was very much a northern mm-hmm. leisure centre, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Because it's, um, it's literally a leisure centre. Yeah. Which is good. Look, I've got a bit of bit of my head missing, and uh, the headphones there. <laughs> so we've got we've got green screen tonight, as you can see. Yeah, uh, there is. I a... wasn't allowed to pick the picture uh, after much debate. Uh, Matt didn't think feel it was appropriate. So well, they were gone completely. Look. Uh... Oh, and now we're back. There we, there go. we go. Yeah, you see. So I was gonna mess about with that tonight. The magic of media for for, for a bit of fun. Yeah. Uh, so I don't really like the way that I'm like disappearing away oh. into the background. <laughs> I'm all right. Yeah. Anyway, well, it's not. It's not about that, is it? Nope. <clears throat> we went to York last night. We did, and uh, we got a point. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. It's Thursday here. What's that? Christmas be in Australia? Something. Oh yeah. 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 Good, Good evening, day. Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Good evening, Robert. Yes, indeed. Good evening. Guys, yeah. yes. Uh, good evening, guys. He's just just saying hello to everybody. We won't say hello to everybody. We'll, no, we'll just do a few. It'll be a long night, won't you know, it? Well, not not really. There's not not that many listeners. Dave. No, um, never, never. Um, But yeah, Gaz. I saw Gaz in on the Saturday in Maidstone. Oh. Was it Maidenhead? Sorry, Maid Maidstone, Maidenhead, Maidenhead. Hello. Uh, yeah. Sure. Anyway, let's stop. Let's stop messing about. There, there was a chap stood in front of me last night, um, just to my the... left and in front of me. Frequenter uh, t- talking absolute nonsense, he was all game. Let's, let's have a listen to it, what he's got to say tonight, Mr. Bees Knees. Himself. Hi, Gaz. Yo, I was just gonna <laughs> say, fresh out of Bees Knees. <laughs> <laughs> I said to you, I said to you, where did you end up? Um, after me, then anyway, uh, I ended up in Inkinshaw Rugby Club and then the Bees Knees, <laughs> and I was just like, oh my, and he just started laughing, and I, I couldn't stop laughing. I've been in the Bees Knees for. 20 years or so. Goodness me. True it's... story. Was it good? Incredible place, to be fair, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's good. Well, this is... shut now on it, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> this is it, Gaz. You know, it's all about, you know, life's just an, an, ev- uh, you know, an ongoing chain of experiences, some of which are interwoven with latics. And, um, yeah, so did you go to Maidenhead? You did, didn't you? Yeah, and then you went to York. So you've you've yeah. you've seen it all. You've been at the thick end of it. What did you make of uh, the last? What have you made of the last week at Latics? Then a really positive week, actually. Um, I thought um, Maidenhead was best we've looked under Mickey Mellon. Um, I think, granted, Maidenhead did the absolute opposite of everything you need to do to stop us. They allowed mm-hmm. us to play. Um, they didn't press. They didn't get in our faces. Um, and York were the absolute opposite last night, really, weren't they? It was a massive battle, that. Um, but I think by the end of it, I was really, I was pleased with the point. Um, I, I can dig in, me, and I can you know, obviously be seen as quite negative sometimes, so I just want us to win all the time. But 
I thought last night was a fair result. Um, it was horrible from both sides, but if we win Saturday, really good point in my opinion. Um, mm. Yeah. I thought it was a fair result last night because I thought yeah. York in the first 15 minutes were, were spreading that ball really well and if they had a bit more cutting edge about while they put that, that big lad up front in the first half I think yeah. we, we would have had a few more problems uh, Neil yeah. Ardley uh, he is total football he does play that he does play the long ball he likes to get it on the deck and you know it, it's it, I, I just don't think York were a bad side, and I'm really surprised at the position that they're in. But they just again, they, they can't draw specialist, Dave. That mm. was draw number 15 yeah. last night. It's a killer, yeah. There's a lot of one ones as well, isn't it? But I thought that going into it, it's going to be tough, plucky one nil, you know, maybe one all. Um, I actually thought at half time it's going to have nil nil written all over it. This, mm. um, when we got that goal, which I thought we deserved, really, it, it weren't weren't really a chance created, was it? Um, but you know, we, we take it, um. I, the only thing I was quite disappointed with last night was obviously bringing Kitchen back in in the eyes of many is a no-brainer but I thought it really made us predictable um, whereas on Saturday against Maidenhead we got Hammond on the ball we got Conlon on the ball and we and we looked we look like full of energy and we could cause problems on other areas of the pitch rather than just the left whereas last night it was just get to the left, get to Kitchen get to the left, get to Kitchen and I thought Hammond really stu- suffered for it um, just what yeah. you're saying then, Dave, about the uh, them knocking it about. Their number ten, I think it was, who kept dropping in between Flandop and Garner, collecting the ball and starting them off. That's Batty. Was it Batty? Was it Batty? Yeah. 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 So he got their man of the match. Conlon, that lad, yeah. yeah, I'm rightly so. That's what I thought Conlon was going to come in and do for us. You know, get us moving and get his foot on the ball. But I, I mean, I, I thought he was poor last night. Um, but maybe it was just a game that didn't suit him I, at all. I just, I just, I thought Colin was was poor, but I thought Hammond was really hard done to getting subbed for Green. I, I would have, I would have subbed Kitchen me because Kitchen yeah. looked, yeah. he looked lost. He, yeah. he looked like he was going forward, and then I couldn't understand the formation for the first ten minutes. And then I was like, "Why is Kitchen not getting back?" And he's like, "Oh, it's a four four two, and Kitchen's on the left midfield." And I was like, "What? I don't understand yeah. it." I, I, don't get me wrong, I, I don't know much about football tactics, and Mickey Mellon knows a lot more than me, but. After Hammond and the way he played, for me, he was he was like one of the best players against Maidenhead. He was spreading it really well. He played some good balls in. He was very unlucky in some respects when some of the balls that he just overhit. And he he could adopt that left hand that left hand side role better than Kitchen, in my opinion. But again, it, it might have been the pace of York that may have been a bit of a worry with their their right backs were bombing on, weren't they? In the left back, so it might it yeah. might have been a bit of that. I don't know, but Kitchen started... didn't 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 Sorry. impress me last night. I think we started three five two and then quickly went to four four two. Um, Kitchen to me looked like he didn't know whether to be left back, whether to be wide, whether to be tucked in. Um, he looked like a lad who'd been ill. Um, yeah, I just yeah, but I mean, I've 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 picked up on Kitchen for a few weeks. I mean, I've been told I've been unfairly digging him out, but I just don't think he's been any good recently. Um, I think people talk about Norwood's body language, but. Kitchen to me, all he seems to do is get on at the refs, and I don't know. We, I don't see much positive from him at the moment, and it's a shame because you know he was one of our our danger men. And Boreham Woods' manager said, you know, Kitchen does his best work when he's further up the pitch. So opposition teams are still planning for him, but again, I thought it made us really predictable. I didn't mm. think Hammond deserved to come off, but someone had to come off for Green and. And well, to be fair, when Green came on, then the first five minutes he looked really dangerous, and I really liked that. Really direct, getting out of fullback, being aggressive. 
Um, and then they doubled up on him, didn't they? But what we yeah. didn't have then was the outlet anywhere else on the pitch to go, right, well, if, if he's taking two men up, that leaves space for someone else. And we just did... It was just an horrible game. It looked hard work. So, take the point. Got to, got to win Saturday now. We have to win Saturday for that point to mean something. Apparently, Green, came, he had a bit of an issue on on um, Saturday and he came off. So, I think they were being a bit cautious with him, which is why yeah. he didn't start. But let's go back to the back four. We had four centre-halves on the pitch on Saturday. Uh, sorry, on Tuesday night again. And for me... It was a little bit of like trying to accommodate all those players. I, I feel like Merlin didn't want to drop any of them, and I can understand that. But for me, Hogan, you know, he's not a left back, is he? So it would have been harsh to drop either Raglan or um, Hobson. But I think that putting Kitchen at left back and then playing with two centre halves and, and Sutton at right back, or even dropping Sutton and putting Hogan at right back, even if, 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 if that's what he really wanted to do, or Hobson at right back. I don't, it's, we're in that situation where we haven't got that cover still properly. You know, we're still playing with four centre halves. So it, Hammond was better on the left and it was a shame for the lad that he that he had to then go out on the right and I think Hammond and Kitchen would have been a would have been a better option down the left hand side it's just we're in that sort of you know we've still not quite got that kind of all the all the square pegs in the square holes have we we've no, we're still looking it's just and that's a little bit of a problem um we have to come on to the issue of up front you know Garner and Fondot playing and and not just that they're having to play 90 minutes it's tough up front you know, they're playing against big guys that are in a lot of running, a lot of chasing, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. And Alex Reed is obviously out in the cold. And where do you stand on it, Gaz? Uh, well, I must, I'm, I have to agree with you around them being hard work because for Boreham Wood and York, both within a week, Fondock and Garner have absolutely had two battles and a half. And Ma- Maiden Ed has as well. Yeah. Their, their yeah. defenders are bloody huge. Mm. Yeah, they were a bit. They weren't as physical as them two, but it, yeah, it's still yeah. hard graft and, and yeah, them yeah. to put it about. Um, yeah, I think I, I, I saw similar today because we had it with Rooney, didn't we? We had a section of us who really wanted Rooney to play when we were desperate for a footballer in the middle, um, and now these people, there's a section of us who want Reed to play because we're desperate for forwards. I don't think last night bringing Reed on would have made any difference whatsoever. I just don't think that game suited him. I, I think a bond off in the garden at 80% last night would have had would have been more useful than Reed at 100%. Could I just he, don't he, think it suited him at all. Could he not have gone on the left? Because he has done he has played the wide left sometimes and he could have maybe been that loud because he, he's he has got a bit of pace and well, he, that, he's left footed and I think Reed suits those games where yeah. the opposition are more possession based and are going to push on to you and are going to make you drop back when you've got to hit them on the break a bit. I think what you, you, you the teams that sit back and we have to try and unpick them, nice. they're they're difficult. But Reed is I think the player, doesn't he? he's got that, you know, you've got Reed and Green with some pace that can hit them on the break. I think that's I think that's got to be for the last 15, 10 minutes uh, uh, give them something a bit more to worry about. But and, and McGay's featured since what's happened as well. So it's if it is it's a case obviously of... something else, and yeah, it must be something. He asked for something else, but equally, even before this suspension at Christmas, he weren't really playing much under Mellon. I just don't think he's, he suits Mellon ball, um, and he, for for whatever reason, he don't fancy him. But if we're not playing him, we pay him up and move him on because yeah. I, I just don't see the point in keeping him in and around. I do think I don't think he worked hard enough to play out on the left me. Do you know what was interesting about those last night? Although York were possession based, they were still deep. 
And I think that's why they don't score many goals. They, they mm. do knock the ball around really nicely, you know, for the first two thirds. But they are deep, so there wasn't much space to run in and behind where I thought, well, if we had someone on the shoulder, it, there was one opportunity off the corner where the ball was in the air for Fondop and I was thinking, Green was kind of looking at it, I was thinking, go on, Green, gamble, gamble, because Fondop's going to win this. And he didn't. And a few opportunities like that, but I, I don't think they left much. It was, there weren't many chances, were there? It, it, I think if, if we'd not got Dallas and Norwood back in the next, because we've got three games, haven't we, again, in the next seven days? Yeah. Then... It, it, you need to, he needs to bring a striker in on loan, or he he, he has to consider Hope or Reed back for the bench. Yeah, it, well, that's think, the thing, Hope as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's against the team's best interest not to otherwise. Well, this is the thing. It came up in one of the text groups. Um, you know, back to let's let's take it back to to basics with the football club. Purpose on a page, win football matches, yeah. and you know, and 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 you're paying somebody's wages. You know, they might he might have fallen out with him or whatever, but like at the end of the day, having up striking options on the bench. What happens if Gardner Gardner comes off injured, Fondock comes off injured? What if they both come it's off a injured? Risk, Do you know what isn't I mean? It? It's yeah. a huge risk, and you can't really. And you've got you've got Dallas and Norwood coming back from injury. I know I know Reed's coming back from injury, but he's further ahead in his in his uh, recovery than I, those two are. I think with especially how unbalanced we are, because uh, we finished really unbalanced on Saturday at Maidenhead. I think we had. With Dan Garner on the right and McGay at left left back, it's unbalanced. Um, the, the only thing for Reed is, has he been told, look, you're not to be involved? Because there was there was four lads there last night who weren't even on the bench who were there warming up. Reed wasn't one of them. Mm. I made a comment Saturday at Maidenhead that Reed, for me, should have been there warming up, watching the game, the stands, travelling, showing he wants to be part of it. But he might have been told he's not welcome. Mm. Well, he keeps on saying that he's ready for his comeback and he's, he's he's sort of defying the manager on his social media posts. But if you're paying the guy and with that, with that limited of what we've got up front, I'd still be making him travel, I'd still be making him train, I'd still be making him do all the match day preparations like Dan Ward has got to do. Another player, I've seen Shelton do it against uh, the other week as well. I think it was in the against walking. There's still play that like Green was doing it as well. You know, I appreciate this it at home, but we, we need... Really we need yeah, we need we need we need to free read, I think, and give him a go. Even if it's on the bench, give it, get him involved in the squad. You know, what's the worst that can happen? He comes on ten minutes and he might set up a goal, he might have a few shots, he might just bring that outlet and create a goal. You don't know, but you don't know if you try, but it it, it, it's, it or, depends. Or equally it, equally, Dave, we're on a a bit of a run of form, not necessarily a run of performances. He comes back in and he upsets the apple cart, he's a bag of yeah. bad egg. But, I don't know. I can only assume. I don't like players being ostracised in in men's game. I hate it when they sent to train with the youth. I don't agree. I didn't like it when Unsworth did it. I, I don't like it. I just think I think you've got to be able to manage the player and manage the character, as as they say. Um, but there's there's something else that's gone on for them to yeah. not want him involved. There has to be because it it, it, it squad wise and personnel wise and where we are in positions, it doesn't make sense, does it? No, I no. mean the thing is, is that if you've got Dallas and Norwood fit and, and raring to go, then it's yeah. it's it's no, it's a non-issue. It's just well, you, yeah, you, you're down the pecking order. There's only you know yeah. four outfield players on the bench. It doesn't even come up as an issue. It's it's purely because they're they're not they're not fit. Um, Hallen Hope isn't really seen as a as an out and out striker, and as a, you know, so so yeah, it, it does beg the question. At the end of the day, like you know, that, it's so tight in that top uh, seven, where we are, between seventh and fourth, there's one point yeah. in it. A win last night, we finished fourth, we have a couple of points clear, and it's, 
ultimately, as we've seen in the last few games, it's your strikers that score your goals, isn't it? And um, and win your games. I mean, we have to give a shout out to to Fondop and Garner as a, as a pairing, and all. Yeah, because what yeah. they've scored a, what's it's it? Four goals in three games for Fondop. Yeah. And two in three for Ghana. Yeah. So or in the set, yeah, no, full full appearances. So it's it's great. And I was watching Ghana last night. He, he really well. puts himself in in and about. Yeah. He wins a lot of headers for someone who's a lot shorter than a lot. He wins of so many free. But kicks. it's his positions that he gets himself. In. You watch him. It's his his body positions and his, he reads the game well because of his experience and stuff. But yeah, I do yeah, worry. It's the same. Yeah. Yeah, I do worry that I think those two are interchangeable in terms of like you've they're going to have to sort of. Be a bit sparing with them. They can't be playing ninety minutes Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. Well, they won't the be with Norwood coming back from a hamstring. They're going to have to, you know, sixty minutes here yeah. max, and not that he'll like it. But no, you know, seeing with Fondop, he's not everyone's favourite. He's not easy on the eye. But we've been saying this for a while. Things happen when Fondop plays. Mm. They, they do sometimes bad, but at the moment, good and. Like you said, he's probably 15 better footballers than even at the club. But look at what he's doing for us at the moment. First 10 minutes yeah. last night, I thought he's not on it him at all. Yeah, but I yeah, actually yeah. thought he was our man of the match in the end. In the second half, he managed to bring the ball down, he managed to link people in. He's yeah, he's hit, hit the bar with a good shot, and then the brave the goal was just about bravery, just yeah. about getting up with the keeper. You know, you know, you're going to get clattered. Um, yeah. but he, he, he won the ball, good header. One of them, just get, get on it and see what happens. But yeah, we, we we need that physicality. We need that. We need that presence, especially with the type of football that we play. We're not we're, we're not the the, yeah. the passing article, are we? We still don't get enough crosses in the box for me. We still don't let you know give the likes of Garner and um and and Fondop the chance to get on it. I mean, like last night, Garner was I could see him what in the first half when he was kicking down Aaron, wanting the ball, making the runs, yeah. like give me the ball, put something in for me to run onto, and he wasn't getting it. And mm. you know, after that ball that Sharon played. You're looking at him and you're thinking he's Ghana's going to make the runs. Like, put some balls in the box for him to get on the end of. Yeah, yeah the York out of possession last night were really they were really aggressive. And every time we got the ball, there were two, three of them on us really quickly. I can thinking of when Ghana got, he was running on edge at boxing first half and they were two round him, someone slid and took. They were really, I was quite, I was impressed with York out of possession. Their position in that league is false. Um, yeah. And there'll be some, there'll be a team to watch for next year. I reckon yeah. they're still in it, and we yeah, are. they'll be better next season. I think Fondot last night. Though, someone said to me in the crack, he said like, he's not a footballer, is he? He can't read the game. He just tries his very best all the time. His first touches are, he's awful, but he seems to get in the. And as soon as he said, he seems to get in the right place at the right time, and he'll put his head where someone won't. There's probably 20, 30 better strikers as you've alluded to, but he's a typical national league striker. But he just, he, he's he's reading of the game is probably one of the worst I've seen because. He can't. He can't make the the right run. Do you see like Garner compared to? Bondo. I think he's. Get, I, I think he's improving though. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, don't get me wrong. I think, I'm, I'm not having a pop at him. No, no, saying, but, but if I you think... look at him compared to like Garner or Nolan, yeah. he's not an intelligent player. He doesn't make the right run. He plays the wrong ball. Or if the ball's going through him to another player, he'll stop it and try and get involved in the play. He's just. He's just a, a box of frogs, isn't he? All the time. I reckon just... if you ask all the other National League defenders who they least like to play against, I bet he's right up there. Oh, yeah, easy, yeah. definitely. But yeah, yeah, any money is up there. I bet you they have an easier 90 minutes against Norwood than they do against Fondop. Not saying not Fondop's a better player, but I bet you Norwood gives them a much easier 90 minutes yeah, than Fondop. He's chaos, isn't he? He's chaos. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just the last one before I go, lads. Do you reckon, and I'm hypothesising here, do you reckon there's absolutely anything in Kitchen not looking himself these last six weeks because of Alex going Reed. on with his mate. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. it's 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 
potentially the case, isn't it? I mean, it's potentially the thickest these, apparently those two, aren't they? And, and, and if something's affecting your mate, your best mate, it is going to affect you, isn't it, in, in such a close environment, in a work environment like that. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to cast any dispersions on um, Mark Kitchen's professionalism or anything like that. I mean, it, you know, it might not be. It might have nothing to do with it, but, you know, it's got to have a bit of... Yeah, sure, like, exactly. If I got suspended, you'd be devastated, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, I'd have suspended you, <laughs> so I'd be quite pleased about it. <laughs> what do you reckon, you... Saturday, lads? Well, what what I reckon first and foremost is that we as fans, no mourning, no getting on the back. We've got to make this make it an absolute fortress with the you know with the um, the amount of play and what that man has done, Frank Rothwell. You know, last night even the York fans were clapping him, weren't he? You know, fair play. We've got to make it. We've got to, this is our, this is the time now where we can make this ground a fortress. If we can win three nil and we get eleven and a half thousand people there yeah. or whatever, we can gain yeah. two thousand on our fan base every week. So it's on the players. 100%. The players have to really stand up. And I'm not saying, oh, no, you know, it's all the fans. The players have got to have their responsibility and take take their mantle as well. We've got we've, we've got a batter kid of Minster. You know what I mean? I'm not saying we will, but we've got to go out there in, in the face of no fear. You know. It's I mean, a huge, it's a huge occasion. It's a, yeah. I mean, we have to remember, it's not just about the Oden players. You know, the Kidderminster players are going to be well up for this. It's going to be absolutely massive for them because they mm. don't get to play in front of... I mean, they only came up last season, didn't they? So they didn't get to go to Notts County. They didn't get to go to Wrexham. You know, they got Chesterfield and, and this. And these yeah. are like, you know, so we need to make the occasion too much for them. What I hope absolutely. is that the occasion isn't too much for our own players because that's been the issue at home, isn't it? They've not been able to to turn it on and, and do the business. So it's a massive, massive They've been occasion. on a good run under Phil Brown, though. They have been on a good run, you know, to be fair. They've lost two in, like, you know, the last, I the last, think last the, nine games. So I think six, for, the sorry, clubs, for the last for eight. For all the athletics, Saturday, for the for the whole club, not just the team, is a dress rehearsal for the playoffs. Mm, 100%. Big crowd. Can we get the hospitality right? Can we get the queues right? Can we get plenty of burger stands in? Can we get temporary beer stands? Can we get people in and out? Can we perform? Can we make it? Hostile? Can we make it a fortress? Because if we're getting the playoffs, we can't go into it worrying about playing at home with his eleven thousand there. That has to be to our advantage, not Kidderminster's, yeah. not Bromley's, yeah. yep. not yeah. Solihull's. So yeah. on Saturday, put a performance on, get on the front foot, and make it fucking count. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm hoping for big, big performances and uh, from from our most experienced players as well, like you know the H- Hogan and Garner and and yeah. Conlon and those players, and, and, and I want to see their influence on the game because they have been there, they've done it, you know, they've played in front of the big crowds, they've got that experience. Uh, it's massive. It's a huge, huge game. I think you, you, we lose that game. It's no, it's not good. It, it, yeah, it's, it, it's good a big step backwards, isn't it? It's a set, it's a step backwards that we'll all feel, and we'll have to have a good morning about it on the pod and on the phone in next week. But just before you go, Gaz, are you a free read or freeze read? Say that again. Are you free read or freeze him out? Freeze read. Oh, um, freeze. Oh, interesting. Mm. From the bee's knees, man himself. From, From bees knees to freeze. <laughs> hey, <laughs> right. Yeah, see you, see you on Saturday, mate. Have a good nice one. Time. See you a bit. Speaking of Saturday, Dave. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, not oh, only yeah. is it a big day for Latics at Boundary Pikes. Well, yeah, been in deep contract negotiations, haven't we? And we have, yeah. And so. we, we're very pleased to announce that we have uh, we will be going live on live. Saturday before the game. Someone and, has allowed it. And here, <laughs> yeah. And not on our this, yeah, not on our own platform. Anyway, so let's stop waffling on about it and, and this is what it is. Attention, Attention all, all listeners. From Shaw to Shoulder, Crompton to Coldhurst, Fitton Hill to Fellsworth, Hollywood to Hattershaw, from Lees to Limeside. This Saturday, 24th of Feb, from 10 till 11 a.m., myself, Matt Dean, and me, Sexy Dave Bradley, are exclusively live on Oldham Community Radio, bringing you a roundup of everything Oldham Athletic on a look at Latics. So join Matt and Dave on 99.7 FM DAB Oldham Community Radio. Now, is it just me, Dave, or when we're both doing our radio voices, are we getting a little bit community radio? Are we community, dropping a few T's right. to D's? So, totally, mate. Is that uh, right, mate? Yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah, not <laughs> off. <laughs> but that'll be fun, won't it? Yeah, it'd be poptastic, mate. Yeah, I mean, what we what I've been doing on Olden Community Radio recently is um, like sort of doing a bit of a mashup between the podcast and the phone in, and that goes out at, at ten o'clock. Mm. So I don't really promote it to the people who listen to the podcast and the phone in because what's the point? You've already heard it on on, on anyway. But we're going to do cringe. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're bringing the cringe in the community. Yeah, but this is going to be completely live and spontaneous. So it's going to be from ten to eleven, and yeah. hopefully we might do a bit um, a bit more uh, yeah. next season before home games and stuff. And what, yeah, if you want to listen in, but we'll be going to send you some stuff out on Twitter. Twi- uh, sorry, Twitter. T- Twitter. Um, f- for you to contact us whilst we're doing the show so we can keep in contact with all you great listeners. <laughs> um, so yeah. So that would be fun it. anyway. It's, everything's fun with what we do. Exactly. Uh, speaking of fun. Speaking of fun. Ibby. Good evening, guys. Sexy Dave, Matt. How are you doing, mate? Hi, Ibby. I'm all right, guys. You all right, Dave, Matt? Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, all good. Oldham are in the playoffs. Um, you know, sold out away end at York last Seven night. Seven points from nine. Yeah, things are good, aren't they? And Oldham, and, uh, Oldham Community Radio have commissioned Matt and Sexy Dave on the radio. Are you going to be listening in, Ibby, on Saturday morning? Absolutely. For you guys, I will be. But yesterday, I thought it was a very difficult game yesterday. And it looked like he was offside, but the main thing 100%. is we did it. 100% offside. It was miles offside, that goal. I was watching the, I was watching the video back and I, I find it very, from the angle, it's hard to see. Because Do you know he does cut, he does, he's not just hanging on the back post, he does come in. If a referee looks at a linesman for that long and he's nodding at it, sort of nodding going, are you, sh- are you yeah, saying, sure. are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure he's touched the ball? Are you yeah. sure? And the linesman absolutely bottled it. He bottled it, mate. He was mild. He was offside. He was on the line. He was offside when the ball was in. No, he, he he wasn't stood on the line though. If you watch the goal back, he does he does come in from like from the six yard line and and follow it in. So it's I think he may well have been offside. It wasn't as obvious as I thought it was. I'm but... gonna say it again. He was offside. <laughs> he might well have been offside. Yeah, no, he was but... offside. Right. Anyway, sorry, anyway, you Go on. Yeah. Yeah. You throw the questions at me, guys. <laughs> right. So. Freeze read or free read? What what camp are you in, Ibi? I I would say bring him back in because the club are paying in good wages. The manager needs to sit down with him and see what what the issues are because if it's been resolved, then why is Harris is still in the first team and Reed is out in the sidelines? Correct. And I agree. He's a yeah, he's a goal scorer. He's still on the club's book. The club 
should allow him to come back into the first team, whether it's in the on the off the bench or straight on. Because if one of our strikers get injured, Dave, we where are we going to end up ter- uh, turning to? It, as you, I think it's just been alluded to, because on it's going to be such a shame that maybe I don't want to say stubbornness, but principles of Mickey Mellon not allowing him back could have an adverse effect on the team. It kind of depends, not, though, yeah, doesn't I know, it, I know, for, for I the reason, doesn't yeah. it? Because we, we, you know, we might if we knew what was if we knew the truth, we might agree. Well, I might ask him after the game at Kidderminster. Well, I think yeah, you think you should. Yeah. Uh, what are you thinking about Kidderminster, Ibby? What do you th- what, what what's your prediction? Do you think we're um? I think, I think yeah, it's going to be a tricky game because Fair Brown has done a brilliant job with them. I'm hoping yeah. it's going to be three-one result. But remember, it's all about Frank on Saturday, yeah. so we have to all come in and for full ninety minutes we have to sing for Frank because it's a special day for Frank. Yeah, and it's scarf day as well. The Athletico's have posted saying it's uh, bring your bring your scarf to yeah. the game. So make sure that everyone does that. Are you going to be bringing yours, Ibi? Absolutely, Dave. And I'm looking forward to the game because it should be a very good game. And um, what we need is fans to support the players, not become on the back. Because last night there were a few odds tweets that were doing my notes in because it, it's not right, Dave. Because if you put the players off, then they can't continue doing the job. And it's right. No, yeah. it is. It is. As I said to you, and I said it before, I'll say it again. Everyone jumped on Hammond's back and look how he's developed into a, a decent player. He's had a few good games now. And that's because people have shown him support, probably because of my uh, rant and I have the power over the fans. <laughs> but, uh, no, in seriousness, you've got to give the players time. Back him. When Wrexham, you know, you look at the Wrexham, we went to Wrexham, they were back in the team, weren't they, no matter what. Notts County, back the team. Sheffield Wednesday, they're in the mire at the moment. They're back the team, no matter what. They're through and through. But we, we've... And I understand that we've had so much pain and so much torture and so much relegation with regards to, you know, how, we, how it's gone downhill. We just, we're in the playoffs for Christ's sake, seven points out of nine. If someone misplaces a pass, get over it, for mm. God's sake. If someone puts it wide, get over it, you know. Let's get on the referees back. Let's get on their opposition's back. Yeah. You know yeah, I mean? before I go, before I go... I, uh, what do you make of Fond up because he's been outstanding and I'm hoping the club will issue him a, another long-term contract because that guy makes things happen. Didn't he sign one? He signed one last season, yeah. 25, is yeah, it? Yeah, 25, yeah. yeah. And he's a friend of the show, Mike Fond up as well. So, Mikey, if you're watching, keep I think, going, I think it's what you, I think it's what, what we need and what we've lacked for a long time is players that fans can really, really um, get behind Idolize, you know, the younger fans can idolize, and you know, you that, that are here for a bit, so that the, they feel an affinity for the club, and we feel an affinity for them. We've had such a high turnover of players in the last however many years that they've just not, you've just not got to be, you know, oh, yeah, such a, who was your favorite player for Latics? You know, if you're, you're younger and you're growing mm, up, yeah. it's been chopping and changing, you'll be getting someone's name put on back of your shirt, and he's gone out in, in no time. So, I think having players like Mike <sighs> Fond up that, that, that fans really love. He's brilliant. And you know what? I mean, we're talking about Alex Reid tonight. Alex Reid has he's been popular amongst yeah. the fan base as well. So it is it is important that we have those players. Yeah. And that we keep Hogan is get he's game by game, he's impressing me. I think he's been superb the last few games. And you know, the, the games when he was suspended, it really showed. And again last night, I thought he was outstanding. 
Yeah, I th- I, th- I thought so too. I think he's playing with a lot of energy. His 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 commitment is is so evident. He's throwing himself at everything. But you see him with the players at the corners, and he's like glaring at them. They're frightened to death of him. You know well, I mean? meant to mention this, but on the podcast, but I forgot. But on um when we when we scored the first goal at uh, Maidenhead at the weekend, um the the players came running down in front of <clears throat> the stand, and I was like right down near the front. So like a big kid, I went down and put my arm out like this. Liam Hogan nearly broke my arm. <laughs> you know, like he was like high fiving people, like, and so I put my arm out, and he, half the power in it, I was like, oh Jesus! So you know, like, big strong lad, you know. But that's the thing; there, there are big presences, like there are some big lads in our team now, and mm. you know, if we, if they are getting stuck in, like they are, we're winning. They, they can win physical battles. We we'll look at some of these other teams around us, when we think, oh God, they're big players, they're big players. But then you start looking at fond up next to so them. Even Will Sutton's a big lad. Hobson, Raglan, Raglan's a beast. Isn't yeah, there's some. You know, we've got Hobson some big, as well. He's, he's yeah, he's yeah, a big, big powerful unit, players. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know, we've got to have that blend of strength, aggression, skill. See that tackle from Sheeran last night in the that, like the dying mm. minutes of the game when he went, and that guy from York because he tackled him. He's like morning. Yeah. He's like yeah, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but it was a good tackle, weren't it? If he'd have mistimed it, it would have broke yeah. his leg. I think. Yeah. But it was. A, but yeah, Sheeran. What do you think of Hammond's performance last night? Um. He had, he had a decent game, but it's going to take a while. Like I told you last week, he'll settle in. But remember, he's highly rated. Yeah. And we need to give him a chance and he will deliver. And Hogan has been outstanding. He's playing like unbelievable, really. And he reminds me a bit of Stuart Peace defending. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that kind of commitment and that kind of energy about him. And um, he certainly doesn't play like a, as good at left back th- as Stuart Pearce did. Though, I, yeah, I think I think um, I think last night, you know, York was one of them games you might have lost back in you know six months ago, seven months ago. Do you know what I mean? So it shows how far we've come as a team. You know, we weren't one nil up. All right, we got a goal, and our heads would have gone down. And we would have sort of lost the plot and lost a bit of confidence because it was a clearly offside goal. But it shows the team's strength and character. It's building game by game. You know, someone put a stat on like since Christmas. We played 10 1 6, drew two, and lost two. It, yeah. it, it, ain't, it ain't all that it bad. Ain't bad, Dave. It yeah, guys, bad. thanks a lot for having me on the show. I'll let another caller come in now. <laughs> thanks, Timmy. If only there was one. <laughs> yeah, thanks Cheers, a lot. Bye bye. See ya. Thank Enjoy you. the game Cheers, on Saturday. Dave. Right, yeah. So we don't have any callers lined up. So what we'll do is we will just drop in a, a little advert for the end of season party, yep. uh, which is uh, this. There's no fear. Like the fear of the unknown. Fear of what lurks in the dark, unopened and forgotten places. This spring, the creators of Loud Life and Beefy, Devil Owen and the Wheel of Wonder take you on an epic journey into the heart of a beast dormant since 1991. Do you dare to follow them into this abyss? Will your nerves hold as we voyage deep into the bowels of playoff contention? Could it finally be time to open the trophy chest? Kevin Pressman stands between Oldham Athletic and the Second Division Championship. Can Neil Redfern do it? 
So we we could be opening the trophy chest again this season. We, we stay in the uh, in the playoff contention, and we're going to have a party. We're going to have a party anyway. But yep. if we do if we do go up, it'll we're be an extra special one. So get your tickets nice and early from our website, oafcpodcast.co.uk forward slash shop. Shop. If yeah. you're a subscriber on Spotify, you've got a ticket offer for half price. So. If, if you haven't, then it's tough. You have to buy it at full price. What if they subscribe? Mm, yeah, if they subscribe, then uh, I'll send them a discount code. <laughs> Thanks for confirming. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who's just got back from York because I think... It wasn't was, shy. It was a slugfest. He may have travelled by a horse and cart. But we'll find out. I might have walked. Adrian. Hello. How you doing, fellas? Good, thanks. How yeah, are good you? Good, you? It's marvellous of science. I've actually done. I've got, I've just got a new phone, and it's telling me about really half an hour to actually try and get to your screen now. Then, you know, but uh, I'm on here. I'm on here. Uh, yeah, I've just got back from York. Uh, long journey. Uh, interesting journey, both on the way there and on the way back. On the way there because I forgot the tickets, paper tickets. Uh. <laughs> Absolute bloody nightmare. I've got to thank Adam in the ticket office for helping me out at the last minute otherwise uh i'd never made that and and thank guy at york city as well so it's just a sort of like senior thing uh, but a, a, a very um it was, it was quite an interesting game i i, I mean i'm listening to the podcast i don't know what people say so i'm giving my kind of take on it but um, i don't know what do you think about that um uh, the lner stadium what did you think did you did you, did you get to walk around it or did you just walk straight into the stand i i i walked around one side of it and it was all right i, I think it's a nice little ground it does a little job i, I you know I, I preferred you know the the old york ground but um i didn't mind it i just think it's a bit of a ball there for people coming in from york city center on the bus and out and that's yeah the bit that's the yeah retail not a bad ground i don't think there's a lot worse out there yeah, it did have the feeling of the proper football ground, though, didn't it? Don't yeah, you think? it did. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, you can, you think, the good thing about it is you can get a decent atmosphere going in there because of the way yeah. it is, you know, so the noise-wise yeah. and stuff is, is not bad. Yeah. But I've, I've got to put it on my list because the two strangest experiences going to football grounds, back in the day, back in about, I think it was about, oh, God, it must have been about, I think I went to see Oldham play at Watford. And, and to get to the stand at Watford, you had to walk through an allotment to get to the back of the stands you literally had to walk through in a lot and yesterday i got there about three o'clock to sort my ticket out and i had to walk i went into the ticket and i had to walk past the swimming pool yeah yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah, get yeah, to yeah. walk past it it was quite bizarre actually but i didn't i didn't, I didn't mind it i didn't mind it at all i, I thought it was uh of all the it had a bit of character to it you know once you're in there it felt like a proper football ground it's just it know, did it, it did. It the, did. The council have invested a lot in that retail part to, you know, drive, you know. Yeah. 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 But we were and in York today and we thought it was a fantastic city, York. And it's just a shame when you get these clubs that, that, that kind of sucked out of the location and everything. It, it doesn't feel quite right. I think so, when, when we were talking about, like, uh, I was talking about this, I think it's going to be something that we'll, we'll, we'll talk about more on the podcast. But, you know, teams that, that have got, a, you know, a heritage and from cities and uh, uh, that, that end up in this not from cities necessarily but you know bigger clubs that end up in league in the national league isn't it about time that 
the National League became Division 5 of the EFL because it's the national. So all the national leagues, all the national, I want to say national leagues, I mean the, you know, the, where the, all the teams play from around the country. And the national league, as it is, the, the amateur league should really be for the regionalized football. So once you get into national league, it should be managed by the EFL. Uh, and and I, I, I think that, that this three up, three down is important because teams like, you know, York, Aldershot, there's certain teams that have, have have fallen into this this lower level. Yeah. And they just can't get back out, and and it's kind of like yeah. all the years of history that they've had building up of the club yeah. in in the football league. They can't get back because of this system, and especially now that there's clubs coming down there with serious money, and there's clubs coming up from lower levels with 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 money. I think it's time that it that it needs to change. I think we've got such an amazing football pyramid that we can even be talking about having crowds of five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand yeah. in the yeah, national yeah. league. That that it, it it really needs to be given more um, kudos, more credibility, more investment uh, because I think it's good for the game. And 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 I think where the money from the Premier League and from the top needs to go is like in the national league now. Like we lose our academy funding next year. What needs to happen is money from the top needs to really come into the into like the national league, that's where the academies need to be. The focus needs to be on giving these yeah. and like some of the small like Latics now that are in here. We need to keep our our, our uh, academies going so that we can fund our clubs through selling on yeah. players and, and feeding that into the game. And I I, I yeah. think that now you know we've had the Premier League for for thirty eight years or whatever. Now it's time to sort of like relook at the the, the national structure <clears> and, and and make some changes because. It, you know, you, there are well-established football league clubs that have just just disintegrated once they've gone into yeah. this. So impossible. No, I can, I can see that. I can see that now. But but if you look last night, I mean, you looked at York and you thought this is a proper football club, even though it was a new grounds. But you could tell it was a proper football club. And I think it's like crashing burners. I'm just I just picked up. I read something tonight about Rochdale. Are they going into administration or something? I mean, are they going? Are they going to? Okay, like they're so, in trouble. Yeah. So yeah, by well, yeah. The, the, the clubs. Well. I mean, we've done it. We've, you know, we haven't done it completely. We've, we've, we've done it. We've come out the other side. But I think these clubs, the clubs come out stronger, don't they? And, and it's these proper football clubs like yeah. Oldham Athletic, York City, that come out the other side. And I don't be saying that about when it has to trickle down. But I think to a certain extent, it's like. Sod them, you know what I mean? We'll do it ourselves. Yeah, and I, 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 think you can, I think you can do that. I think you can do that because if you look last night, I mean, it was a proper football match, you know. It wasn't you can have my opinion on how it went, and it wasn't particularly it, well. Good, it, was, but, it was a scrappy game, it was it was a bit sloppy, it was, it, it, but yeah. there's goals in it, there's hard tackles in it, there was long yeah. balls, defenders, defenders. But it was a proper football game. match, wasn't it? It was a proper football match, it was a proper football match with a, a good support from both sides, and I, you know, so I think. I'm not so sure about. I know what you're saying much about you need to trickle down the money, but I mean, I, I think the point here, the point here that, that you know half the clubs in this league barely get an average of a thousand, and and that you know it's that's fair. But I think you you know we want to be yeah. trying to strengthen the game. We want to encourage you know because obviously we know clubs like Solly or Moors are like a you know a bit of a yeah we get a drip off from from Villa fans and things like that. But really, you know, especially with the you know Premier League, there's only so many tickets to go and watch football in the Premier League. You we want people to be going watching their local clubs and that is right. course, and so if, yeah. that, if the leagues are better and the, the clubs have got more money and they can invest yeah. and people will start to go and watch their local clubs more yeah. 
But again, it's yeah. kind of like that's us looking at it from the point of view of wanting the good of mm. look, wanting something for the good of the game, as opposed yeah. to the Premier League looking at it about wanting it, you know, but for their own benefit. Yeah, but they, really, they're going about the independent the regulator and all that, and nothing's happened yet. And it, you know, it's just it's just all the government are trying to push it, and it, nothing's happening. So has, people, has people anybody spoken get, get um, this with it, and people just ignore it, yeah. and then basically the Premier League clubs get away with it, yeah, because yeah. no one. Unless you're United City, Chelsea, Liverpool, don't unfortunately no one gives a shit, do they? It's really, no, it's no. really sad. It's really sad, but it's the true truth. And yeah. it's like we had um, we had uh, James on the podcast on uh, the weekend, who's from uh, yeah, described that, yeah. it as a, as a middle class market town in Oxfordshire. So he said, obviously, everybody supports Man United, Liverpool, and Arsenal. You know, like when there's Oxford, Oxford, Oxford yeah. City, Oxford United, and a, a host of other professional clubs in the area. So. You know, it is. What it, it is. It, it, it's not. It shouldn't be. Is what it is. But unless there's some drastic changes, maybe I don't know. The EFL teams going on strike or what? You know, I'm saying a strike. You know. It could, what, Why? What, anyway, has anybody? Has anybody? Has anybody? Have you? Have you spoken about this the match on Saturday? It's uh, in depth tonight. It's all about the game. We're not with the game. Yeah. Yeah, we spoke about the occasion and whether or not we're, we're going to bottle it, <laughs> or whether we're no, going to. No, I, I, I mean, just from, for me, from, from my viewpoint, is um, you know, I, I listen to the I listen to the podcast a lot, and, they, and they, you know, they talk about you know, first thing is it's your most memorable Latin experience, you know. You know, I mean, <clears throat> I, I just I just thought back to to you know, I'm a bit older than you guys. I'm right back, I'm right back to to being at Chadian. There's eighteen thousand in there. And it was just like unbelievable. And I'm just so much looking forward to having Boundary Park almost full. I just think it'll be such a lift. It'll be absolutely, absolutely yeah. fantastic. And with the, with the impetus that, that the Rothwell family have given to the club, um, I hope we win. I don't, you know, I hope we put on a good show. But I mean, just, just to have that stadium full. Uh, and I just think it's going to be fantastic, and, and uh, you know, I think that's. Um, I, I just think it's a, 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 a it's going to be a great event, uh, fantastic think, yeah. for Frank and his charity, fantastic for for the club, for the community, and everything. I'm just so much looking forward to it. It's I a really fantastic am, gesture yeah. from the club to to give everybody the opportunity to go in for a pound. I think if you do go and you did pay a pound. Chuck a few quid in for for the Alzheimer's oh, uh, society yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Chuck, yeah. chuck, chuck, chuck some money their way to, to to balance it out a little bit um, because yeah. Frank's raised three hundred grand now, which is amazing. Yeah, uh, let's yeah, but, but, but even to no, even to even to look around, look around Boundary Park and see it yeah. full. Yeah. It's worth putting twenty quid in there. Yeah, for yeah. I mean, we're, we're, you know. You think about where we've come from uh, when our last season in the football league, where you know, let's be honest, there were crowds of 1,500, 2,000 in there, wasn't there? Yeah. There was hardly anybody in there. So to, to, to play a National League game and 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 have it, you know, plus 10,000 is, is absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, I don't know. Someone's made about how many Kidderminster are bringing. I think they're bringing a bit more, aren't they? I think they've got some of the chaddy end, have they? I don't know. Is that, I think, is that right? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's it's that the capacity is eleven thousand. It's supposed to be through thirteen thousand five hundred. Eleven and a half thousand for safety and maintenance reasons. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's fine, isn't it? You can't get better than that in the national league, can you? No, really. no, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I yeah, and so well. we are the biggest club in this division, and you know, we I think 
what I want to see is is to, as we push into the playoffs this season, as we go for it, that the, the, the crowds come to Boundary Park consistently, and we back the team, and we get into playoffs, and we have a, we have a couple of fantastic occasions, like you know, and yeah. hopefully get to Wembley. It'd just be amazing, and there's no doubt that. Well, we'll see, won't we, on Saturday? Well, it, you say, do you two, there's no doubt. Do you that, two, that do you think? Do you? What do you two think we're going to be then in the playoffs? What? What? You know, are we going? To, are we going to make? Are we going to get the, the second? Are we? You know, are we going to be in the, the lower slots? Where, where do you see us being? Then? I'll put you on. I'll put you on. Question on this one. Where do you playoffs, no, are we going to? Are we going to be full seventh? You know, where, where are we going to be? We get the playoffs are going up. I said it at the start of the season. If we get in the playoffs, we'll go up. I. Uh, my. Dave, you're a certain optimist, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Dave yeah. said we were so, staying up when we were definitely going down. But um, the um, I, I uh, didn't the, uh, you say that you have to kick the ball in the other opponent's half to score a goal? It, it, yeah, yeah, so absolutely. that's your I know, knowledge which of football, true, which is true. Yeah, okay. um, but I, I, at the beginning of the season, my prediction was that we'd start off poorly, get better, finish third. Uh, it's all on record, Dave. If you want to listen to it, so I th- I'm going to stick with third. Yeah, I, I think we're I think we're gonna I think we're gonna grind out um, results. Close the clap. Close the gap on Barnet. And finish third. Yeah, that's uh, how, how, how many six pointers have we got? We've got like Bromley, Chesterfield, all the shots, uh, and massive games. Yeah, Altrincham, you know, Bromley. Yeah, we've got some big games coming up. We've got, we've got, I mean, we've got to win them all. We've got to do the, we've got to do the ugly things like go to Eastleigh on a Tuesday night and, and, you know, pick up points yeah, there as well. You know game. what I mean? There's things like that. It's, well, Andy said, Andy said, we're going to win some, we're going to lose some. We've just got to ride. Ride, roll with the punches. Mm. Roll them, ride them. Just got to ride the cowboy. <laughs> well, yeah. Whatever you do at weekend. <laughs> right. Listen, Adrian. Thanks for your call, mate. Yeah. Thanks for getting in touch. Stay in yeah. touch. Uh, behave yourself. And I'm are you coming up? Are you, are you coming up? You coming up on Saturday? Yeah. I'm. I'm. I've got my long serving. My long suffering wife. I went to crew last weekend. Oh she's yeah, she's a crew, a crew fan, isn't she? She's yeah. crew fan. I've got to say that they play some good football. They really do, you know? yeah. and they're doing well. And I, I get dragged along to crew. She's coming to Oldham. She went to York with me last night. And, uh, yeah, we kind of share it between us. But yeah, yeah. Good. I like crew. I, I like to be playing. Well, they might go up this year, but I hope to be playing crew this year because I, you know, they're good. They're good, honest football side. Man. But you're not players. going to watch the uh, Crew Alex football phoning, are you, Adrian? Because we won't no. be disappointed. No, I, I don't think there is one. No, because they're crap and we're better. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. But uh, I'll, be there. I'll be there on Saturday. I'm, going, I'm, I'm popping in the um, into the ground uh, and having a beer. I'm, I'm so much looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be great. nice to see you, mate. Don't yeah, forget you can uh, don't forget you can go on to Odom Community Radio online and listen to Matt and Dave on the uh, Look at Latics yeah. from ten a.m. till eleven yeah. uh, at 97, 99.7 He's FM. not going to pick that up in Shropshire, mate. Yeah, you can get it on get it on DAB, can't you? On online, you can go online as well. On DAB, so wherever you are in the world, DAB as well. You might not reach Shropshire though. No, I've got, I've got yeah. it actually. I can listen to it. I can listen uh, to it. Is it well. worth listening to? Is it well, no, it's just going to be me and him prattling on about Latics, so you know. So absolutely, any it's... any any Latics fan should be listening to that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Right, cheers, Adrian. Cheers, care, Bye. See you later. Safe travels up, mate. So we've had um, we've had a we've had a couple of orders in for trophy chest while Ooh. we've been uh, on while we've been on air, which is great. Uh, we've also had a... yeah, and next week if you order tickets on whilst we're on air, there will be. 
a special prize next week. Will there? Yes. This is news to me, Dev. And news to me, but I will sort a special prize out. A date with sexy Dev. Date with sexy Dev. Sexy Dev. Well, just click that. This one. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh no no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you will get a prize, you will get a prize, no, 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 no. Oh, it's, on, it's on loop, oh, okay. <laughs> a bit of chaos at the end of the show there, uh, anyone not going to game on Saturday can listen to full match commentary on Radio Cavell, 13.50am, am, am, so there you go, so that's, uh... featuring our good friend Keith Gladhill, yeah. So, yeah, so we've also had a coffee bought for us as well. Coffee. So, should we play the jingle? Just because I yeah, like hearing let's... you say creamy laddie. Yeah, creamy. So, now, Dave, fans can buy us a coffee. How do you like your coffee? Mm, like a nice cream, white, frothy laddie. Laddie. Mm. Mm. So, if you want to buy Dave a laddie, then uh, you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash OFC podcast. I'll just take mine black. Yeah, so thanks to Autumn Athletic Veterans and Armed Forces Supporters Group. Who yeah, and uh, on, the 20, on the 29th of January, Johnny Egg. Johnny Egg, yeah. Yeah. How do you like your eggs? Like a nice, cream, frothy, scrambled. Mmm. <laughs> uh, Sunny side I, up. I really love eggs. I like boiled eggs. I like boiled I like them all. I do like you like them, them runny or solid? Poached eggs, runny. Boiled eggs. I like quite like a hard-boiled egg. Really Some Warburton's. Other bread is available. Other bread is available, unless Warburton's want to sponsor. Do you like I, I like my eggs with beef paste? Mm. <laughs> beef egg, I like a Scotch egg. I had a Scotch egg on Saturday. Oh, oh, oh tell you what. Oh, oh Rene. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. So I think that. <laughs> I think that's it then. Yeah, thanks. We're coming everyone. in at under an hour, which I think is enough for anyone. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and it'll be enough for everyone to listen to Oldham Community Radio on Saturday. So please join the show. Uh, we're going to have Twitter feed live. Uh, so keep an eye on at OAFC Forning so you can contact us during the show. So, so yeah, just 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 one more time. Attention, Attention all, all listeners. From Shaw to, to Shoulder, Crompton to Coldhurst, Fitton Hill to Fellsworth, Hollywood to Hattershaw, from Lees to Limeside. This Saturday, 24th of Feb, from 10 till 11 a.m., myself, Matt Dean, and me, Sexy Dave Bradley, are exclusively live on Oldham Community Radio, bringing you a roundup of everything Oldham Athletic on a look at Laddicks. So join Matt and Dave on 99.7 FM DAB Oldham Community Radio. Uh, well, at least we're amused, Dave. That's the main thing. <laughs> if if we'll stop doing it when we stop. When <laughs> we'll we don't laugh. Yeah, it starts making us giggle. Right, thanks for joining us. Get Let's get down to Boundary Park on Saturday. Let's get right behind the boys. Make and welcome loads of noise. back, Frank. <laughs> welcome Back, Frank. Yeah, he's yeah. done bloody well. Rowing no, that yeah, ball. Yeah, well he's done, done very well. Yeah. Right, see you all on Saturday for what's going to be a fantastic occasion. Goodbye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Boundary Park Alert System, a QPod production hosted and produced weekly by Matt Dean, Andy Halliwell and Dave Bradley. QPod is Oldham's only dedicated podcast production company and if you'd like to learn more about how podcasting can help take your brand to the next level, visit kupod.co.uk. A huge thank you goes to all those people who subscribe to the podcast on Spotify. We really appreciate you all. Please visit oafcpodcast.co.uk and click be a supporter or find the link in the show notes if you'd like to help us fund the show. It's only $2.99 per month to subscribe, but if you'd rather make a one-off donation, please visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash OAFC podcast or click the link on our website. Don't miss the Latics football phone-in every Wednesday live from 8.30pm. Please visit youtube.com forward slash at OAFC podcast and do hit subscribe while you are there. You can also follow and interact with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at OAFC podcast. Big thanks go to Eileen Finnegan for writing our excellent weekly blog, which we encourage you to read on our website every Saturday morning, and also to Paul Prendergast for providing us with all the Latics Mind questions. The title music for the show is by Manchester DJ and producer Starion, and for more information, visit bandcamp.com forward slash red laser records. If you'd like to be a guest or contribute to the show, we would love to hear from you. Until then, see you next time.